beautiful souls. You are listening to Discovering Amazing Possibilities, part of the Amplify Her Media Network. I'm Carmen Shields. We are all unique human beings living this human experience we call life. We are all works in progress. What if we took that a step further, pausing for a moment? A moment to ask ourselves, what else is possible? Bringing the question into the forefront of our consciousness without seeking out any answer. What if you were to just be with the question so that you can then choose something different for your life? So this podcast is an invitation to you to ask yourself the question, what else is possible? And to see what amazing possibilities show up. So do the thing. Create the masterpiece. Do whatever your heart desires. Give yourself permission to do it messy and do it anyway. Keep discovering something new about yourself each and every day. Get curious about you. What amazing possibilities have you not considered in your life today? Today, I'm chatting with Lena Gonzalez. Lena is an entrepreneur and owner of the company Holy Soak. Three years ago, she developed a love for handmade bath products. As a mother with a very busy schedule, she always found it difficult to make time for herself. As a believer and supporter of plant-based remedies, she wanted to share her self-care routines with the world. So Lena started creating bath soaks as a way to start taking care of herself. And that's how Holy Soak was born. Holy Soak is a line of handcrafted botanical bath salts infused with hemp oil to help soothe and bring calm to your self-care routine. Since launching her small business in 2019 and quitting her corporate job to pursue entrepreneurship full-time, Holy Soak has grown. Lena proudly stocks products in over 140 small retail shops and online boutiques. This all started because she followed her dreams and never gave up. Welcome, Lena. Thank you for coming on the podcast today. Hi, Carmen. Thank you for having me on your platform. And I'm super excited to talk about my journey and share everything that has come about in the past two years. (laughs) Awesome. Well, we met about a year ago in a coaching group called the Joy Method that is put on by a mutual friend of ours, Stephanie Bruchot. And that's how we met. Give us a little bit of background of yourself. Who is Lena Gonzalez? And what are you most passionate about? So my name is Lena Gonzalez, and I am most passionate about um, living a truly authentic life. And um, I just want to say shout out to Stephanie for bringing us together in the Joy Method container, because on top of living in my most authentic you know, self, I really like to follow the alignment and follow the breadcrumbs of life. And I feel like this moment right here of us um, sharing on your podcast is it's like inevitable, like it's meant to be. From my understanding, you have a unique story on your journey to being an entrepreneur and entrepreneurship. So you came from a corporate career into then becoming an entrepreneur and starting your own business. For those who are listening, can you share a little bit about what the process was like for you and how you got started? And also share the name of your business, if you would. So the name of my business is Holy Soap. And I started Holy Soap about three years ago. And it is a line of self-care products, bath salts and candles, all handmade by me. 
And um, I started Holy Soak because I had the need of wanting to be more present with my self-care. And I was also experiencing a lot of burnout from my corporate career. I come from parents of immigrants and, you know, ever since I've been a a young girl, um, it's always been instilled in me to go to school, get, you know, your education, find a good job. And I was sort of just living someone else's dreams. It was a sort of like a self-sacrifice to my parents and honoring their journey and all of that they sacrificed, you know, to bring myself and um, my two other siblings and bringing them up in this country. So I was living in someone else's dreams and the burnout of that and then the burnout of um, being in corporate and not really following my dreams just left me really unsatisfied. Um, I come from the finance sector. So luckily for me, in some way, um, my degree did not go in vain. And, you know, it's been it's being used as I running my business and like knowing some of the ins and outs of running a business from like the back end. So when I was going through like what I wanted to start my business in, I know that I wanted it to be something that I really cared about because I already had so many things on my plate my jobs and like my day-to-day responsibilities. I'm also a mother. Um, At the time I was a mother to a two-year-old. He's now four. So I needed this to be fun and I wanted it to be like a product centered business and products that I know that I, that I would use and that my friends would use and that it would also be helpful to other people. So while I was brainstorming, what could I do to, you know, start a business I started small. I said, I would start small. I would start on Etsy. And if it works, it works. Great. If it doesn't, it doesn't. And I I can say that I tried. So that's one of the things that kind of pushed me forward into, into like establishing my business is trying, not giving up and trying my best. So as I was brainstorming, like, what kind of products can I put out there that would be super intentional and helpful to people? The idea came to me while I was taking a bath. <laughs> so I love baths. Um, I spend a lot of time taking baths. I feel like a lot of my greatest ideas come in, in taking baths and I feel replenished. I'm also a water sign. So I just love water and I used to just take like Epsom salt and like essential oils and like bring nature into it, add herbs to the bath. And that's when the idea came. I was like, why don't I sell like my bath blends? Like that would be a great offering to, you know, share. So I started making my blends. And as I was coming together with everything, I was thinking, I was really intentional about, you know, what kind of herbs do I want to use? What kind of ingredients bring um, peace to people? And I came up with six different blends, some of them personally that I use on my own. And when I was brainstorming the name Holy Soak, I wanted it also to be um, very connected to to rituals and just spirituality overall. So I have been asked before if, you know, my products are religious. They're not. The word holy also comes from the divine. So just a way of showing the connection of the spirituality and in the ritual and the intention that comes in um, taking baths. So um, 
posted my products on Etsy, opened up an Instagram account. And, um, you know, I just, I didn't know what was going to happen. I just waited and I got a few sales and I was like, wow, this is, this is great. You know, like, like, okay, it's paying off. And I want to say that like, while I was planning for um, opening up the business, I was also working my nine to five. So I was like, every week I would like put set aside some like money from um, my paycheck and did research and where I can find like these ingredients in bulk that are, are like sustainably and, you know, well-made. And with $400, I like bought everything I needed, all of my materials and, you know, I got started. So I was doing, I was doing markets. Um, I was doing like uh, pop-ups and markets and just getting like my name out there. And then the pandemic hit. Well, 2020 happened. And at that point I was like, okay, well, I guess I can't do markets anymore. Everyone's home. We're all kind of like losing our minds at home. (laughs) And the sales started picking up um, during that time. And this is where I want to bring back like the alignment of things. Like ever since I was a little girl, I've wanted to be an entrepreneur. I always felt like for me, I didn't visualize it happening because I always felt like a business had to be, be in a brick and mortar store because I didn't see online businesses. Like online businesses now are like the thing, right? They're popular, but I'm a millennial. And back when I was growing up, everything was just brick and mortar stores. So I would like thinking about like opening up a store, real estate, that was all very daunting to me. So that kind of killed my dream and I kept my dream in the back burner. So when I started like getting all this like success online, I was like, just so shocked. I was having so much fun. I'm like, okay, like I can, I can do this. And um, I learned so much along the way. I, I learned about, you know, just being a digital creator having an online presence and the sales just kept increasing. And I know that the reason that the sales kept increasing is because my products were for self-care, self-care items. And at that time, people were stuck at home. People were changing the way that they had, you know, they had their self-care routines. People who would like to go to spas couldn't go to spas anymore. So it's like the bath salts kind of like brought that into your home. You didn't have to step out of your homes. It's, you know, super affordable products. I feel like people were more um, at that time. And now too, that's something that has expanded is the wellness and and health industry has expanded. And I feel like I came into alignment at at the right time. That um, has been my journey so far and it has been exciting. Thank you so much for sharing your journey and a little bit about the process of, you know, how you got started and what it's been like for you. I can definitely vouch for your products. I love your bath salts and you also have candles, candles, you know, the, just the aroma of a candle while you're taking a bath is very soothing and sort of can put you in that space of like you're at a spa, but at home. Yeah. Thank you. And the candles actually came later. So I started first with like just the bath salts. And one of my customers who is a regular asked me um, about candles if I offered them. And at the time I didn't. So I started doing some research and um, I took some classes and I taught myself how to make candles and I, and I added it on to um, my offerings. And um, I'm glad that I did because I feel like it's such a it's such a great gift. It just goes, like you said, it goes well with um, soaking and 
another thing I wanted to mention was like the connections that I've made with people throughout this journey has been it just has been beautiful. You know, I've had customers come back to me and say, hey, I'm gifting this to uh, my best friend who has cancer. You know, I'm gifting this to my friend who has just lost a baby, you know, because I want to gift her the gift of love and self-care. And to me, that does not have a price, you know, and knowing that my products are ending up in people's homes who are in need of it. It's just like, you can't put a name on that. You can't put like, you can't put a price on it, you know? Yeah. So as, as a mother and a business owner, I'm sure you have a very busy schedule and I can only imagine how important that self-care piece is to you. What would you say to others and why is self-care so, so important? The way I think about self-care is like maintenance, right? We essentially have to take a shower daily, right? What happens when we don't take a shower daily? We don't function well. I feel like it's the same way for self-care. If we don't make time for self-care, we stop functioning at our best. You know, it's like, it's like we're an engine and we're just losing energy. So we need to replenish ourselves. And what happens in self-care is that once you start like tapping into what needs self-care in your body, in your mind, in your soul, you can focus on that. You know, like I know that when I'm running on no sleep, I can't remember anything. I am very irritable. I'm not fun to be around. (laughs) So I want to be my best self, you know, and I'm in a rush, you know, so self-care for me and what I advise for people is to tap into it, into whatever form of self-care you feel comfortable with. And there's just so many forms of self-care. There is bath soaking. If you're not a person who doesn't like to take a shower, going for a walk, listening to your favorite podcast, you know, even if it's just getting a mani-pedi. So on this podcast, I talk about creating amazing possibilities in our lives and also the amazing possibilities you still have yet to discover. What are some of the amazing possibilities you've discovered while creating this business? And what are some amazing possibilities you feel like you still have yet to discover? One of the amazing possibilities that I've discovered is the power of trying. You know, for so long and still now, like I doubted myself, starting your own business is not easy. Even if you're doing it part-time, it's not easy. You know, quitting your job is not easy. So just like starting it, like going back to saying how I was saying, like, if I fail, I tried. If it's a success, then it's great. So really believing myself and then seeing that manifest in true form, that was one of the amazing possibilities. And it's something that I carry with me, not just in business, but in other places in my life and for like my future goals. Other amazing possibilities that I have yet to discover. That's a good one. I want to say balance, finding more balance in my life. It's been a crazy ride, still just like juggling everything. And I feel like I'm always fine tuning and evolving. And um, I know that with those evolutions, I will find more amazing possibilities in life. You said you started to have a lot more success, you know, at the beginning of the pandemic when the pandemic started, but I'm sure there were some challenges along the way from going to an actual job and then working from home. Can you speak a little bit to that? So 
for the first two years, I was working from home on my corporate job and that was a nine to five. And, um, you know, I would work nine to five regular schedule and then, um, uh, be with my family throughout the night. And then I would start working on like order fulfillment around nine, 9 PM. So I would like a lot time between nine, it's like 12 at night. And that was like my routine. And as, um, I kept growing, I have to, I had to dedicate more hours into order fulfillment. Um, and then came a point where I was making the same amount of money, um, from Holy Soak as I was um, from my full-time job. So that is when I came to the crossroads of like, should I just quit my job? Like, I really don't need this job. It was, I, it was also a very toxic environment and the pandemic kind of heightened that for me. We were understaffed. So I was doing the job of like two people. We, we were used to be a, a three-person team and then it got you know, down, we got downsized. So I was doing a lot of work. And even though I was scheduled to work, you know, the regular nine to five, I really wasn't work. like, there were times where I was being contacted outside of working hours. And like, at my attention was on that. So I really started to think about like, what would it look like if all this attention and work ethic that I'm putting into my nine to five, what would it look like if I dedicated that job, that energy to holy soul? And I started brainstorming into that. I'm like, okay, I would be able to create more. I would be able to work more in ease. So I, I started thinking about like that energy that I was putting into my corporate job. How can I put that into myself, into my business? And how is that going to look? If I am giving my all to my corporate job and I'm supporting somebody else's dream, how would it look like if I showed up for myself? So I didn't just want to say I'm quitting my job, right? Like I had a six month plan and I started, I started with those thoughts and I started writing down how I was going to do that. And I wrote down a timeline when I wanted to quit my job and I came up with the plan. And the plan was if I can earn six months of expenses from now in the next six months, and rent. If I can cover my rent for the next six months and my expenses, that's going to be my green light. And I'm telling you, it's like the universe heard me. I started like writing down all my lists, making goals. I was just being supported so much by the universe. I was being introduced to people who were like doing like, they were kind of like in the same situation as me, but they were like also wanting to quit their jobs. I was also like meeting people who already had quit their jobs. And we're like, you know, um, fulfilling their entrepreneur, entrepreneur dreams. And I feel like when the universe wants you to do something, the universe is going to support you. You just have to believe in that, right? Like you have to believe that that is your purpose. And then the universe is going to provide you with the resources. And that's what happened. So I gave myself that plan. You know, when I raised those funds at the end of the six months, the self-doubt came back. I'm like, oh my God. Okay. So I reached this goal. I can support myself for the next six months. If I were to quit my job, it's time to do it. And I hesitated, you know, and then I started talking to my, my partner about it and my partner started getting on board, which was great. I know that's not the same for everyone, but he was watching me like fulfill all these orders, take up half of our living room. <laughs> 
my little like inventory space started in the kitchen. Then it kind of like took over the living room. Then like I live in New York City. So like our apartment is super small. And he's like, if you really want to do it, just do it. See what happens. If it fails, you can always find another job. I'm like, okay, but I'm like, I'm not going to fail. We're not, we're not going to fail. <laughs> and I did it. I put my, um, I put my two weeks notice in and going back to like the universe. So being like supportive of my, my dreams around that time, that's when I joined the joy method and that container um, of the joy method also just really supported me during that transition because it wasn't just like I quit my job. There was still like so much mental um, and just like negative thoughts that I was dealing with and related to lack and self-doubt. And I worked through that. So I'm just like really proud that I like worked through that because that was also um, that was also a process. And that's what worked for me. You know, I live in New York City, so things are really expensive. Um, so that's why I funded myself for six months. But, you know, it's different for everyone. Well, that's really amazing that, like you said, the joy method sort of came into your life and it, everything was aligned at that moment in the journey of you giving your notice. And then you found the joy method and then we got connected and now we're friends and talking about entrepreneurship and discovering amazing possibilities along the journey. So on your website, you have this great banner that I love. It says visualize, action, manifest, repeat. What does this mean to you? And what are some of the things that you do daily in terms of manifesting and visualizing? And for those who aren't familiar with manifestation, could you explain a little bit what that is and what what people can do. Absolutely. So manifesting is the act of bringing your goals or visualizations, any goals that you have in mind into reality. It's just a way to reach your goals, to attain your goals. And I think everything in life is a goal. If you set a goal, like business-wise, family-wise, love-wise, health-wise. And I live by this mantra because this is what has helped me all throughout my life. Um, And the mantra goes, visualize, action, manifest, repeat. So the first step is to visualize what you want. Visualize. And when I say visualize, I literally mean, think about where you want to be, whether that be you want a new job, or you want to be healthier and see in your, in your mind, how that looks, think about how it feels, become that version of yourself, become that energy, like become that version of yourself that you will be when you get to that point, when you reach your goal. And then the next step is action. So what are the small steps that you can take to start bringing that visualization into realization, into the real world. So let's say it is that you want to, you know, open up a business. You visualize everything you want. You've wrote, you've written down all your goals. What's the first action? And it could be something small. It doesn't have to be anything big. Or if you want to take a big step, you know, it's, it, what it, whatever feels right to you. But like for me, like going back to like when I started my business, one of the first actions I did was research. You know, and just really honoring where at that point of when I started my business, like honoring where I was at at that point, I needed to do research. 
What kind of ingredients do I need? What kind of materials do I need? Who do I need to talk to? Who are the experts in this field? Every day, commit to an action that's going to bring me forth to that visualization. And the next step is for the manifestation. And the manifestation is really fueled by your faith. And I'm not speaking of any like religious faith. I'm speaking of faith in yourself. Do you believe in your goals? Do you believe in your intentions? Do you believe that you believe that it can come true? And if you do, then it'll manifest, right? And then I ended off with repeat. Repeat in the sense that you have to keep visualizing. You have to keep putting action behind your visualizations and more things will expand and more things will keep manifesting. And I um, practice a lot of manifestation in my life. Um, Right now, I am trying to work on, like I said, finding more balance and finding more peace. So I've been doing like a lot of meditations and those are my actions, right? Like what actions can I bring into my life to bring more peace and more balance? Yoga, meditation, going out for a walk, because those are the things that make me feel good. And at the end of the day, with all the challenges of being an entrepreneur, I always think about your actions and your behaviors can um, either hinder you or propel you forward. So the same way that you would act with a dollar, you would act with a thousand dollars, right? So you have to learn how to like behave and embody those energies. And I hope that was not too much. (laughs) I know I'm a little woo-woo sometimes. No, I love that. I love woo-woo. And I think (laughs) woo-woo is becoming more and more apparent these days where people are coming into a space of accepting that and, you know, actually talking about it. So I appreciate you sharing all of that. Yeah, and I appreciate what you said about entrepreneurship and how, you know, it could either hinder you or it can propel you forward. So I think that's also an important thing to remember for those who are thinking about leaving their nine to five job and creating a business or an online program or whatever they want to create. There's two sides to it. So seeing those two sides and then also a lot of people I have no idea what manifestation is all about. And like you said, you were talking about faith. It's not really related to religion or spirituality, but do you have that faith? Do you have that belief in yourself and what can be possible? Mm-hmm. You know, I'm always asking myself this question, what else is possible? And just kind of feeling into that energy, into that question of what can I discover? today or what haven't I discovered yet what did I not even consider yeah no and it's those curiosities that like keep moving us forward and then we look back and we're like wow I've really like evolved since looking like looking back to a year ago and you know manifesting can be so small like sometimes when I'm making like my tea if I have like a scratchy throat while I'm putting the honey and stirring the honey, I'll like speak into my tea and say, hey, tea, ingredients and herbs, make me feel better, heal me. Thank you very much. And like, thank it. And, you know, I just feel like it's like a little en- enchantment. <laughs> and then I believe that the tea is going to make me feel better. Also followed by actions of, you know, protecting my throat. <laughs> 
So it could be a small, small things that they could, that can be added to like your daily routines. Showing gratitude for the small little actions that you're taking daily. Yes, I completely agree on the uh, the gratitude uh, portion. And I I haven't um, spoken about that, but being grateful is one of the like best things that you can do for yourself in any aspect of your life. Like just being grateful for everything you have now and then also being grateful for everything that's to come. And that's also like a form of manifestation. Because if you're already grateful for it, it's like you're already tapping into the energy of like, it's mine already. And I'm grateful for that. I totally agree. So what is one of your biggest challenges on this journey uh, being an entrepreneur? And what's something that continues to inspire you on this journey? So one of the biggest, my biggest challenges has been to detach myself, Lena, the person from the business. And it's taking me, uh, Holy Soak is about to be three years old um, in December. And it's taken me two years to like really learn that, you know, um, and accepting that there are seasons where things fluctuate. For example, I used to take it really personal when I did like a, a day passed by and I didn't make a sale. Like I would feel like so much self-doubt, you know, I would just kind of like spiral and say, oh my God, nobody wants my products. Nobody cares about this. Why am I doing this? Did I make a mistake? you know, just really feeling down upon myself. And I'd really had to like talk myself and work through that to say, this is a business. This is not you. You are not the business, you know, and really educating myself on like the seasons, you know, the se- the buying seasons. And um, now that I have data to um, compare that, you know, I can look at, like, I can look back and say, yeah, you know, Mother's Day, that's a busy season because everyone's buying gifts for their moms and, and buying self-care products, Valentine's day, Christmas, you know, and now I have like data to compare that. But when I was first starting out, like, Oh my God, there's, this is a dead season. Like something is wrong. And I kept pushing myself through that, even though I was just not, (laughs) I was not feeling happy about it, but I like pushed through the feeling and just kept believing that everything would work out. And I'm glad that I didn't give up when I was going through those, um, those feelings of like self-doubt and lack, because I wouldn't have learned that. I wouldn't have learned that when, you know, that there are different like seasons for, for product-based businesses. So I'm glad that, that I, I got over that hurdle. And what continues to inspire me about the journey of entrepreneurship is when people get excited about my products, honestly. I'm very connected more to quality over quantity. Like I rather make two sales and I know that the people that receive my products are like super happy than make a hundred sales and know that they didn't like the product. Even like, for example, like with you and I, like you've purchased products from me and you've gifted them to your family and you've purchased products for yourself. Like that makes me excited because I know that you're enjoying the product and I know that um, it's also helping you with your self journey. So just making those connections with people has been really exciting. And I hope that whether the folks that are like ordering my products and gifting them to other to, to folks that they're being inspired to practice self. I love that. So I'm sure as an entrepreneur, you received a couple of no's from people. 
in regards to presenting ideas or maybe it was a a pop-up shop or a market you went to and you said, hey, I have this idea and you received a no response. How did you push through that and and what did you learn from that in in terms of your growth and what what can you tell others who are on this journey of being an entrepreneur and maybe they receive hundreds of no's? You said it right there. You're going to receive many no's before you get a yes. And that's a popular saying, but it's, it's very true. And I can, um, I can attest to that. Like very recently, I wanted to get my candles into farmers markets and farms. So I started doing some research on the kind of farms that I wanted um, my candles to be in. And I made this list of like 20 farms. So I reached out and to, you know, all of these farms, I emailed them and all of them said, no, they said that they already had relationships with other candle vendors. And, and I was like, okay, I did my best. I tried. So I got a couple no's and then I also just got no responses. And then I, so at that point when I received all the no's, I was like, oh, I guess, you know, I tried. And like two weeks later, after I came back from vacation, I was on vacation at the time. I got a response from a farm who said they were w- willing to carry it. They said they loved the product and they wanted to um, wanted to order product. Now, at the time, I was just um, marketing like my Halloween candles because I was like in preparation and in production now um, in the summer for Halloween now. And what came about it was beautiful because not only did they want to order the Halloween candles, they actually wanted to order more of like the crystal candles. And it was actually a farm that I uh, frequent. So I was very happy that I didn't give up. And even though I received so many no's and I was discouraged, it's like everything happens for a reason. And even the timing of the response was like perfect because when I came back from vacation, I actually had the time to fulfill this order because it was a, it was a fairly, fairly large order and I actually had to get some family to help me <laughs> make it and, and ship it. And we got it done. Also thinking back that like, if I would have gotten all the yeses, I probably wouldn't be able to fulfill all the orders. So it's like, you know, everything happens for a reason. So my advice is keep going, keep trying and, and don't give up. And if someone tells you, yes, it's because you're not meant to work with that person, or maybe you're just not meant to work with that person at the moment. For all those hundreds of no's, there's going to be at least one yes. <laughs> Unless you give up, right? Unless you give up, right. Well, this has been an amazing conversation. I appreciate you so much for sharing your journey. And what's one last piece of advice for those listening that you'd like to share and who are maybe thinking about becoming an entrepreneur, starting their entrepreneur business? excuse me, the entrepreneurship journey and building a business? My one last piece of advice is to do your research and not give up. Don't give up. If, you, if there is something that keeps nagging at you that you want to do, and every time you push to the side, it keeps coming up, that's the thing that you need to be doing. And if it's going to make you happier, do it. One of the um, reasons I wanted to come on your podcast today, Carmen, was because I felt like I needed to share my, my experience so that it inspires other people. 
whoever it is, if it's one person, if it's 10 people, inspire someone out there to follow their dreams because there's so much purpose in that and there's just so much integrity in that. And I wouldn't change it for the world. I would not change my experience. I would not change all the mistakes that I've made. And it's all a learning experience. I know it was just one, you only asked me for one piece of advice, but no, that's fine. This is so good. I'm throwing all the gems that I have so I can help people, you know? So tooth bombs. I was actually getting tooth bumps myself too, as you're talking. (laughs) Yay. (laughs) But yeah, don't give up. Don't give up. Keep going. Where can people find you? How can they connect with you? So I am Holy Soak on all platforms, Instagram, Facebook, and Etsy. You have a website? <laughs> oh, yes. My website is holysoak.net. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show today. I really appreciate you for taking time out of your busy day of fulfilling orders, being a mom, running a business. My goodness, you're such an inspiration and I'm just so glad to have been connected with you through Stephanie Vershow. Likewise, thank you for having me on your platform and congratulations on season two. Yes, thank you. So exciting. So honored to be here. I really am. You are actually the first interview for season two. Number one is my favorite numbers. That was such a fun and amazing conversation I had with my friend Lena. I myself was so inspired with all the little nuggets she was sharing on today's episode. If you were inspired by something you heard today, I'd love to hear from you. You can send me a DM on Instagram or the good old-fashioned way, send me an email. (laughs) One of the things that stood out to me most in this conversation was when Lena said, when the universe wants you to do something, the universe is going to support you in that. You just have to believe in that. So I want to leave you with this last and final thought today. What amazing possibilities have you not considered in your life today? If you enjoyed today's episode or were inspired by something you heard, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show so you don't miss any episodes. You can also connect with me on my website at IamCarmenShields.com or over on Instagram at Amazing Possibility.